It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Great producing. Ben Kenny on. Well done, sir. How about that? A song, the, a highlight, and well, a song. Well, they go together. That's, that's the point. That's good, what they yeah. play in the same. It's lead up. Nicely done. But that's that's a great job. That's producing. That's what you do. Well done, my friend. I was going to sing it myself after the clip. I was going to sing it. I didn't need to. Well, I wish you would have. I, I kind of did. You kind of did, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, great job, Ben Kenny. What a play that was. I love Mike in the background. Just being like, it's over. It's <laughs> over. So good. So good. What a great call. Lito had a few of those big ones. You know, it felt like Lito was a. Oh, yeah, Lito was awesome. Like a big, big, uh, big yeah. play kind of guy. Big play Lito type of big, thing. Yeah, you know? big play. Yeah, right now. Big Speaking play of slay. which, and we'll, we'll get back to the phones in a sec. We're going to get to the player to watch uh, on Sunday coming up as well. But quickly, back to the phones in a second. On the Slay Bradbury thing, because I do think that is. We have not talked about that much on the pod yeah. or on the show. And that has been. Um, you know, starting to develop a narrative, I think, the last few weeks and as the season's gone on. Uh-oh, are these guys declining? Are they not the same players? You know, you're around the team every day. You're a lot closer to it than we are. What's your opinion on that? So, I think the Slade thing started last year. I mean, if you remember when they cut Slade briefly well, and brought he had the him back. Well, also, he had the first half of last year were like, defensive player of the year candidate. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, second half was nowhere close to that guy. So, I still think Slay is a very good corner. I still think he's one of the better corners in the NFL. Um, I, I think that what's happening with him and Bradbury this year is a couple things. One, like Bradbury's just gotten beat flat out. So there have definitely been times where both of them have had snaps they want back. But I also do really believe that the safeties changing every single week impacts them. Just I think when you're a corner and you, you want to trust and know where your safety's at, and if you have to be thinking or you're not 100% sure if you're seeing the same thing as your safety, if you're not 100% sure where he's going to be, like that impacts you. And it's true at every position, but especially a corner – a half a millisecond of, uh, of, of like hesitation and with, with the speed these receivers have, like they'll be gone. So I, well, I still believe in them, though, is what they did against Miami in that passing offense and that offense in general shows what they can still be. I think Eric Bieniemy just has this team's number. He had it in the Super Bowl. He's had it two times this year. I don't know if it's personnel, if it's Sean Desai, whatever it is. I still think Slay and Bradbury are without question a set of corners that you can win the Super Bowl with. I, I don't have any uh, hesitation about 215-592-9494. Coming up in a minute, we're going to get to the player to watch for tomorrow's Eagles-Cowboys game. Uh, back to the phones. I feel bad because, uh, you know, normally, we, you know, you call in. You, I take your call in the order they call in. Generally, that's, that's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. Except for, for one guy who has just sat on the board the entire show. 
because Elliot, Pro- you know, proclamation from Elliot Trip Parks that he would be the the second leadoff hitter. For <laughs> I a like hour. throwing this on. Yeah, me. it was yeah, all yeah, your yeah, idea. Yeah, Let's yeah, be yeah, honest, yeah, yeah. all your idea. And now poor Tom has to sit there the whole show and wait for his turn. Yeah. I just want you to know, Tom, I really appreciate it, man. I love you, buddy. How you doing, pal? Tom in Vancouver. What up, pal? Well, thank you very much, and I really appreciate it, too. But, you know, it, it's really nice listening to all the terrific callers call in. So I get to I get to listen to them. And it's either going to be listening to them while I'm on hold or it's going to be listening while I'm on the Odyssey app. Okay. So, all right. You so made me feel a little better out of your about phone it, Tom. either way. So I don't have to be as mad at Elliot as I was. Yeah. A Look, ago. I'm just an idea man. He's the one that has to pull the execution. <laughs> well, I think if people are going to be mad at anyone this week, it's got to be against John Fritz. Mm. Oh, I love this. The, the whole John Fritz thing we've got going is it's high good, level. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah. The, his take is such a joke. And it's the only thing worse than it was Elliot's Embiid MVP take. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa Watch whoa, Jokic whoa. last night. That dude is just unbelievable. What, what a beautiful basketball player. Yeah, I won't go down that road with you right now. But like, but like 33, 14, yeah. and 9. It was like nothing. Yeah. And B's averaging, I think, 7 assists so far this year. But there, it's not the point. It's, it's not, not the point. Go, go, go ahead, Tom. Take is that. Yeah. <laughs> the red herring. So, but it's, it's, uh, it's been absolutely terrible listening to this guy. And I know people have been saying a fail, uh, failure of parenting. And I do think that there is some attribution to be uh, shared there, as much as, you know, as, as much as I'm sure his parents are lovely people. But there is, you know, there's an issue here. And I, for someone to be so blind to this, I don't understand it. Well, because, yeah, go ahead. Why don't you say what his take was? Because I don't know if everybody has, yeah, that's has fair. heard it. That's yeah. a good point. Okay. So Jack, Jack the whole week has been, especially on Fritz and Six, but he's been also doing it in the afternoon show, is that his take has been that the Dallas, is, the Dallas rivalry is dead. And it means absolutely nothing. And his premise is that the Eagles are so much better. That's the main premise. The and the, you know there is obviously some truth to the Eagles being a great team. I I think they're a great team, but we have to face the fact that Dallas has had to a significant degree the Eagles' number, and that doesn't always mean that it's the better team when they've got your number. You know we've seen the Marlins be, be able to do that for a while. We just saw the Diamondbacks do that, but the the point is that Dallas is a legitimate com- uh, opponent. They're one of the best teams in the NFC. We need to win the division game. Elliot, you made that point a few weeks ago when you were saying how important that uh, the Dallas game is yeah. in trying to win the division. It's a really, really important game. It's a really important rivalry. Dak Prescott's stats, his passing stats, are pretty much the same as Jalen Hurts. His rushing is a lot better than Jalen Hurts' rushing this year. It's a serious, serious game. And it's a, it's a really important one for the Eagles to win. They've got to go out there and win this game. Tom, couldn't agree more. Great call, brother. We love it. We appreciate it. And to your point about the, the Jack thing, the John thing, excuse me, I should say John Fritz, you know, I think, I think what it is, too, is it's like a, a – just kind of overrating your own existence and your own <laughs> I'm serious your own perspective on the world like his perspective his perception is reality to him that the Eagles Cowboys thing just doesn't matter as much because it doesn't matter to him as much and maybe certain people his age he's missing out that there are a lot more people older than him in this city who who it really does matter to and it and I also think it matters to a lot of younger people too I think that he's underrating that but I think the key is that like 
like again, I know it's like a cliche and all that, but I'm a big cliches or cliches for a reason. Like this isn't an exact thing, but like I do believe the people when it's like, oh, I only care about two games in a year. It's Dallas. Like obviously, it's not totally true, but they are the most two, two most important games every year. They just are. Like it matters to us as a city. Like it is what it so, is. So there's no question Dallas is the Eagles' biggest rival. Like full stop. Right. Like I. But where I would say. I, and I didn't hear what Jack said, but like where I, it sounds based off where I would, I disagree with this premise, but where I would agree with them to an extent is it is just a fact that I think if you polled most people under 30 or like even 35, it just, the Dallas thing does not mean as much to them. That doesn't, like you were right that there are an, like an old, I don't want to say older I generation. It's a mistake of parenting. Like well, raise but your I don't kids think it's, but I don't think it's parenting. Zoe like, will grow up saying Dallas sucks. Zoe will grow up knowing but I don't that she think hates the star. I like, just don't think you can, you can tell Look, I don't have kids, but like you, you can tell your kids to feel a way and raise them to do a certain way. I think to hate like the like the way you hate Dallas was not because you were told to do it, because of experiences you had. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm sure also part of it was you know I grew up with it, but yeah, sure, but it's yeah. because of but the, it's the experience. life experience I had. And yes. I just think like Jack's a few years younger than me, although I'm old now. Now that I'm, yeah. I'm 36, Jack's Jack's a young but man, like there just aren't those same amount of experiences with Dallas that there have been for the older generation. They're just not. I mean, it's because the Cowboys haven't been as good. So while Look, Dallas is the biggest rival in the city. I don't think he's completely wrong in saying to a lot to a portion of Eagles a fans. Portion. I yes, think it's a the portion. it's the wide swath that like I think it is a smaller portion is my point. I think there are less people who feel that way than than the opposite. But it's Very probably clearly. more than it used to be because of how long. I think it's long just a it lot is. of young, I think it's certain people of a certain age, but I think yeah. the majority of people still feel that way about Dallas. 215-592-9494. The funniest part about it is the the basis for Jack's thing is that the Eagles are so it's like a, he's being positive about the Eagles. Well, it's where like, he's wrong is you know, right now the Eagles, they are better than the Cowboys. But not much better. But yeah, it's just but, funny because the core of the idea is like they're irrelevant. Dallas is irrelevant, which you would think is a positive thing. Right. All right. Uh, uh, back to the phones in a sec. First, Elliot, let's get to the player to watch. For tomorrow's game, it's sponsored by First Trust Bank. First Trust Bank, the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. Visit firsttrust.com on your local First Trust Bank branch to learn more go birds first trust bank uh player to watch Elliot. yeah so we talked about a lot of players already i think cd lamb's obviously important michael parsons those guys but i think on the eagles a player to watch is deandre swift this rushing offense has not been as good over the last half the season as they were the first half the season i think they've gone from over five yards close to six yards of carry to down to in the low threes um and kenny gainwell catches a lot of heat for that but swift has also not been great the blocking hasn't been as good but going against this Dallas defense, Dallas is bad against the run. They gave up 220 rushing yards to the Arizona Cardinals. They gave up almost 100 yards to the St. Louis Rams. They've given up 90-plus yards four times this year. They're in the bottom half of the league in yards per carry allowed. They're a team that you can absolutely and this run is, on. And not to mention a Dallas team that has, like, three games where they won in a landslide. They have 40-0, 38-3. Like, so the point being that, that teams are not running exactly. as much against when, when they you do, in those yeah. spots. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like there's even less opportunity for that. When stuff. teams have had to Seems run, to be like on Dallas. really bad against exactly. them. Exactly. When teams have needed to run on Dallas, they can run on Dallas. Now, you know, I'm a big pass the ball guy. You will very rarely hear hear me come on and say you Ooh, have to. Oh, I run love it. this. Do it. But, Do it. But I think you can absolutely run on Dallas yes! tomorrow. The over what under. What a moment. The over under on DeAndre Swift rushing yards is 54 and a half uh, on the Parks app. I think he hits that over. I love it. I, I, I agree with a, you. Yeah. I, I I think it's a big Swift game. I think that. Sirianni, look, you got a lot of um, 
you know, a lot of criticism this week for the Gainwell stuff. And we've criticized him in the sense that we think that, you know, and obviously Boston's got out this week with a personal matter. We'll finally see Rashad Benny, we think, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He'll be yeah, active. Maybe. He'll, he'll be also active, finally yeah. be active. Yeah. Um, uh, presumably. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think uh, I think with the Gainwell stuff, I do think part of it has been that they are trying to be a little more careful with Swift and trying to realize they want this guy to last the season and that you have to protect him at times in the right situations. This is not a protect Swift game. This is a use DeAndre Swift game. So I agree with that, but I do think also they just like Swift a lot more than the general public does. Like for you mean sure. Gainwell, you mean? Yeah, yeah, Gainwell. Exactly. I agree. Oh, yeah, they clearly they, they, do. Yeah. They clearly do. But I still think also they are they are thinking that way, and they should think that way about about conserving um, Swift to a certain point. Yeah, I don't know if that's the mindset I would use, but I think they're they are certainly they don't want to run any of their running backs into the ground. Exactly. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine boards. Go back to the phones. Talk to another of our favorites, our real ones. And this is the first time I've seen on the board today. So you know we've talked about this before. We have the the name, the city where they're calling from, and then the topic, and it's usually yeah. Eagles, Cowboys, or Dallas hate or whatever. First one today to say concerned about the game. Our guy Chris mm. in Ocean City. Chris, you're concerned, buddy. Yo, what's going on? All right, so hold on. Let, let, let me back up a little bit. Okay, First, good. I want to start by off the way, miss you, buddy. How you doing? Yeah, it's been a while. I'm doing while. really well. Yeah, no, I, I got, I, I've been moving and I got a new job, so I've kind of just... Oh, mazel. Congrats. All, all, all that stuff. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so, so the foundation of why I hate Dallas is that as an organization, as a franchise, they're entirely bereft of any sense of moral character, integrity, and any sense of um, responsibility or the mm. impact that they have, because they've just been a haven for criminals. The You're entire wrong, time that Jerry, that, that, that Jerry Jones has been in charge, whether it's from Leon Led all the way up to Randy Gregory. Greg and then the Hardy. Report, Let's not forget Greg Hardy. Yeah, yeah. And then, then the, or, uh, yeah, I, I meant Greg Hardy. But, um, and then the, the retort could be like, well, you guys took Michael Vick. But it was with the understanding of rehabilitation, with Andy vouching for him, when Jerry brings people mm. in. He has no concern for, for who they are as people, and it's that mantra of just win, baby. And then everything about that organization, from the stadium to the personalities, it's oversized and gaudy and tacky, and there's this sense of underlying malice within the organization. Like, would you be surprised to learn that they, like, sacrificed animals in the basement of the stadium? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, and, like, right. and then, I'm with you. And then, then you see that picture of, like, Jerry Jones and Chris Christie, and it just, just feels like, I like it's like from A Wonderful Life, like when, when uh, you know, Jimmy Stewart shakes Mr. Potter's hand and you just feel like this slime and, like, evil. Like, that's how I feel about that. Well, Chris, I love a Jerry Jones as Mr. Yeah. Potter reference. That is strong work by you, buddy. I don't know how old you are, but I would guess you qualify around my, my age or younger. You definitely... Definitely hate Dallas. Like this is this does yeah, not oh, sound yeah. like you were told to hate Dallas. Like you, no. I can hear it in your voice. You have a genuine hate of Dallas. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm right in between you guys. I turned 37 on Friday. Oh wow! Um, Happy early birthday. But yeah, but thank you. Um, but so here's the thing. So yeah, so people, so let's get to the concern part. Yeah. So it's like they can win, they should win, and they better win. But so far this year, they have not played up to their ability which is why it's been so challenging for me to watch because I know that they can be so much better and they just haven't reached that standard and we're halfway through the season. And I think with this upcoming opponent, you can't play half the game. You can't be operating from a turnover deficit. And I also think that with A.J. Brown's explosion, one of the things I'm worried about is we're becoming too reliant on the long ball because so much of the plays last week were a lot of these you know, lateral wide receiver screens. And I've hated that play ever since Andy did it with Pinkston back in the yep. day. 
And I think we need a more balanced attack, particularly over the middle of the field. And I want to realize every weekend why Dallas got to get paid $15 million a year. And I'm just concerned about the sustainability because the Eagles are where they are, less because of how they're playing and more in spite of how other people are playing because the parity in the league is just out of control this year. But so they're I, not I don't, playing I don't, up to their potential. Yeah. I, well, really quick. So I, I think that on a whole, there have been games this year where they haven't played up their potential. But it's probably worth pointing out that the one game that's been the closest to this game was the Miami game, and they turned in an almost, you know, their best performance of the year. They had the turnovers, which I agree with you. Like, the turnovers are huge tomorrow. Dallas is really good at it. But for the most part, in that game, the Eagles showed up. The offense was really good. The defense was really good. So they did step up and, I think, like, play a pretty full full game there. Um, as to your concern about the game, yeah, look, the Eagles could absolutely lose tomorrow. Dallas is a good team. Dak has played well against the Eagles in Dallas, but overall has still played well against them. I just think because the Eagles are the better team, and I think they've absolutely shown they can rise to the moment, that it'd be surprising to me if they laid a dud tomorrow against Dallas. Yeah, and I, I think we're at the phase now where I've been between hope and belief kind of all season, and I want this game to transfer me over fully into the belief category, and they have a golden opportunity to do that Chris. on national television. Yeah. And let 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 let's f and go, man. Let let's f and go. I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Love it. Dallas sucks. I will say, I do think the other part of that discussion with, like, have they haven't looked as good or this or that. Like, the NFL has not looked as good. Like, you mentioned the parody in the NFL. Like, watch the NFL every Sunday. Like, it's all bad, man. It's all bad. Like, there is so little consistency. The Chiefs just lost to the freaking Broncos 24-9. to Over mm -hmm. two touchdowns they lost by. The Niners have lost three weeks in a row. Like, there's ugly football being played. There's bad quarterback play. Like, everyone's like, oh, Jalen hasn't been that great. He's second in MVP voting. And part of that's because of the record. But part of it's because, like, players just have not looked as good this year. And I think that's part of what's going on. I think defenses have been ahead of offenses a lot this year. Scoring's been down. There have been a lot of things you can point to that I think that we, like, are like, well, they look this way, that way. So it's all relative. It's how do the Eagles look compared to how every other team in the NFL looks. And that's how you have to judge them. And I think that based on obviously the record and, and one bad game, like they have looked better, more consistently than other teams in the NFL. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's a question. I mean, they're definitely the, the, I think they're the best team and they've clearly put together the best resume of any team so far through through eight weeks. But to what Chris said about tomorrow, wanting, he wants to see a performance that moves him over from uh, hope to belief and like fully being bought in. I'm just surprised Miami didn't do that for him. Like, I know, I, like that, I'm with you. Miami was the moment for me where I went from, you know, well, they're five and one, but you know, they're like to, yeah, okay, this team is just definitely the best team in the NFL. So I think they've had that performance. They have had the performance of look at what we can be and look at how good we are. And I agree with you overall. Like, it's hard to find any team that you can point at and go, they've been consistently good all year. That was Miami. They came in here and the Eagles smacked them around. That's exactly yeah. right. It's like Detroit. The oh, Bengals started they lose what? 38 to 6 to the Ravens. Yeah. The Ravens can barely beat Arizona. The next Niners week. Like, lost three games in a row. It's just, again, just by winning each week or almost every week, that's like the Eagles have been more consistent than everyone else. Yep. And it uh -huh. might Without not always question. look pretty, but it's hard. It's freaking hard, especially this year, to win every week. And it's also romanticizing last year. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Two one five. And look, they did have an easier schedule last year. That is part of it, yeah. too. You know? All right, 215-592-9494. We're going to run calls the next two segments. I want to get to as many of you as I can. 215-592-9494. It's Eagles Dallas. It's freaking Dallas week. Dallas sucks. We want to hear as many of you as we can as we continue to talk. Eagles Cowboys heading in to tomorrow's 
massive game. It's Elliot, it's James from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. And join us right now and download the Bet Parks app. It's the only online casino app that we hear Go Birds recommend. When you open the Bet Parks app, you're in the zone. Winning's always a rush, but the money is in the moment. Bet Parks is the official winning partner of your Philadelphia 76ers. And of course, you can bet on that action. They keep winning. You can win some money as well. Plus, all your favorite casino games right at your fingertips. Odds, bets, slots, and games right in your pocket. The casino floor comes to you. It's the anticipation of another face card, the thrill of an extra spin, and the pure joy of a jackpot. Play jack, blackjack, roulette, Baccarat, three-card poker, and ultimate Texas Hold'em with a live dealer right on your phone, plus the latest hot slots. Plus, listen to this, an amazing offer for new users. Join right now and get up to $1,000, yes, $1,000 in casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours. New users only, casino bonus must be wagered. Terms and conditions apply. See website at betparks.com for details. You play for fun, you love to win, you bet. Bet Parks. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What a freaking play that was. The 14-second scramble. Yep. Like, unbelievable to watch in the moment. Unbelievable that he actually completed it. Freddie. Freddie had some big catches for, for someone who didn't have it. He really it. did. You yeah. know, the 426, that. You know, he had that. Like, he had some moments. Well, there's a reason he's still talked about. Yeah, uh, the right. other The other, we were t- saying earlier how that, you know, early 2000s didn't have a ton of great Dallas moments. But there was T.O. running out to the start. Yeah. No, that, that was, was great. Cool. That was a fun one, too. Should A.J. do that in Dallas? Oh, buddy. Please give or it to maybe me. do it. Like, that would for sure be a flag, actually. In today's uh, yeah, it would. All right, 215-592-9494. We want to get to as many calls as we can. We're going to run calls now. But first, I see on my screen, I want to make sure this is true. Uh, Mike, it says you're a Cowboys fan. Is that correct? That's right. See ya. Oh, Bye. Man. Bye. Don't ever do that again during Dallas week, you loser. 
There is a 0% chance you are getting on my show today as a Cowboys fan. Get out. See you, Mike. Let's go to Matt and Glenside, one of our real ones. Matthew, how you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. How's it going? What up, Matt? How you doing, man? You know, as the president of the Kenny Gainwell fan club, i got to defend my guy here. Uh, he's had three It's a tough time for the career. Kenny Gainwell fan club, Matt. <laughs> it, it's really tough times, but i got to say, three fumbles throughout his entire career. Two of them happened to be against Washington this year. You know, it, it is what it is. But, you know, it, the defense played so bad against Sam Howell both times, nobody's out on our defense. You know, well, I, stuff I, happens. Where I agree with you a little bit, Matt, is I think Kenny Gainwell is getting – uh, overly criticized a little bit. Like Thank he did, you. he did have that tu- the touchdown against Miami last week, which was a nice touchdown. My yes, bigger concern is just with Kenny is it's been a while now of seeing him. I mean, he must have easily over a hundred carries in the Eagles, or at least a hundred touches, and mm-hmm. he just never looks special. He doesn't look explosive to me. Like even Boston Scott, who does not play as much, he looks shifty he, sometimes. In the open yeah. space, he does make people miss, and obviously we've seen Swift do that. Gainwell, to me, looks like for his size, he should be more elusive and quicker than he is. He's almost like a uh, – he runs like a big running back in a small running back's body without, like, the benefit of the size, if that makes sense. No, I got you. I mean, look, he came in as, like, a guy who was supposed to be able to have the hands as well as the rush. So they have Exactly, really been, yeah. Yeah, but that is what it is. I, I, I do have to say, though, as far as the game tomorrow – uh, I am a little concerned, and that, that concern goes back to we kind of neutralized Michael Parsons the last time, but that was basically because of Shane Steichen's play calling. And, you know, there's only one team in the NFL this year that I think has scored 20 or more points every game, and that's Shane Steichen's Colts. So that. if this game is going to come down to anything, it's going to be whoever has the ball last, and I really just hope it's the Eagles, and I hope they don't get – scared off early and they stick to that run game and control the clock well okay so i will say first of all great stat about shane steichen yeah, that, that's really interesting but while i get what you're saying it was shane steichen calling the plays i think with the offensive line and the pass protection scheme and how they go about blocking somebody you can feel pretty confident like stoutland's heavily involved in that and stoutland is still there um obviously we don't have to get the whole brian johnson thing but brian johnson was in those meetings last year when they came up with that game plan so I think you have to do something different anyway because obviously the Cowboys have that tape of what you did and they'll try to to adjust on that. But, yeah, I mean, Micah Parsons is a great player. I think what – well, another reason to feel confident is they really only have Micah Parsons. Yeah, I don't – Lawrence is not the player he used to be. They have some decent – Trayvon Diggs is gone. Yeah. Well, I just mean on the line. No, yeah, I'm just talking on the defense in general. Like, they're not as as stout as they they were last year. And, I mean, I'll ask both you guys. Can you think of the last time a defensive lineman – wrecked an Eagles game plan like it just it doesn't happen it's a really good point like Mm. when the Eagles struggle in defense it feels like it's mostly either quarterback error but also like defenses just have a lot of pieces like Stoutland and the Eagles have been really good at neutralizing one rusher and that's kind of what Dallas is I'm just afraid that they're going to become one-dimensional is all Jalen's obviously fighting off that injury can't this bye week can't get here soon enough I don't want the Eagles to get away from the run game and then just start passing because that's when we've seen and look we're a we're a turnover prone team this year that is what yeah. it is and we gotta sure. we gotta move away from it but yeah hey go birds go birds matt and that's a good call i think that like look uh 
I think those are fair things to, to question going into the game or to have your eye on going into the game. Yeah, I mean, Dallas is a good team. Like, yeah, Dallas is the yeah. second-best team said, in the I NFC. Did, I said I so. think they're the second-best team in the NFC, yeah. personally. And yeah. I think Miami's better, but after seeing Miami get, like, exposed by the Eagles a little bit, like, I, I don't know. I think I'd rather play Miami again than Dallas in some ways. Uh, so there is there is a chance the Eagles lose tomorrow. There is a reason it's only minus three. So there, there are definite concerns you can point to. The turnover thing is a big deal. The, the Cowboys, I think, have five turnovers uh, – sorry, touchdowns this year off, off of turnovers. So their offense isn't that great. They just score in a lot of – different ways turnovers special teams those type of things there are not many callers that i've talked to from the moment i started in this business through now like very mm. very few over a decade ago all that this is one of them and and maybe hates dallas more than i do maybe our guy tone in the barbershop tone how you been buddy what's going on boys what a what's pleasure up? man how you been tone Everything is good, man. And, uh, yeah, I do hate Dallas more than you. I know. You, I said you might. I know, man. I know, Tone. I know. I mean, you know, me and T.O., outside of him being a professional football player and me just being a sports fan, we do have one thing in common. Mm-hmm. Um, they threw him off the star. They threw me out the stadium for spitting on the star. They're damn right, <laughs> Tone. I love when you tell that story, too. Yep. He got yeah. thrown out of the stadium for spitting on the star in Dallas. Well, look, James is going to Dallas in a few weeks, so let's not uh, <laughs> give me any ideas. Yeah, let's not give James any ideas here. Well, you know, the, the thing I'm looking at this game, you know, uh, Dallas is, is C.D. Lamb dependent. Yep, a, The a Eagles big time. are not A.J. Brown dependent. That's the um, big difference right there. So, it's, 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 it's I think it's a good point. Just real quick. Sorry, sorry, not to interrupt you. That was my bad. But uh, I like I get your point. I mean, they both equally are huge parts of the offense. But you're right that if you take CD away, the Cowboys don't really have anything else to go to. Whereas the Eagles could go to Tavante, Dallas in the running game. Absolutely, I'm not scared of Pollard, and I'm I'm damn sure not scared of of Michael Parsons. They've mm-hmm. already demonstrated how they can neutralize Michael Parsons. I want him to run. I want him to rush because we're going to run right at you, okay? Yeah. And you're going to, you know, and, and, and all that, 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 that jibber-jabber. Look, when the owner is scared, talking about don't point the bear, mm-hmm. and the quarterback's mm-hmm. talking about poor honey on me, what does <laughs> that say? Yeah. When you that actually hear that Dak quote, uh, it's the weird. It's one yeah, of the weirdest quotes weird. I've ever heard. You my can life. see what he's going for. Like I know what he's a, trying to yeah. do, but he just executes it very poorly. Would you ever hear Jalen say that? He does <laughs> no. like to do the whole, you know, expressions and things. But yeah, I don't it's think you hear him say that. It's been demonstrated all year long that this is not a team that can play catch up. It cannot, and that's when the turnovers is going to happen. Um, I, I I look for sweat. And I look for, for, for Hassan to have great games tomorrow. Yeah. Great I'm with you, Tom. Hassan is really, uh, like, uh, for, for the no sacks the first two games, gets the club off, and he's just been, yeah. he's been Hassan Reddick again. Well, you know? they have very favorable matchups, I think, tomorrow. The, yeah. the Cowboys tackles are Well, Tyron are Smith's going to be out. He's it looks be like out. he hasn't practiced all week. The backup is not good. And then their right tackle, Terrence Steele, is just not good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they, they definitely have matchups that they can uh, impact the game tomorrow. I, I like the Eagles tomorrow. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm listening all day, all week. You know, uh, Eagle fans having angst and everything because, you know, Dallas has played well this year and they're playing well. But don't don't overlook the fact that this team is built for adversity. 
Look at all the ways they've won where they've shot themselves in both feet and hands and still won the game. Yeah. Look, they almost won that Jets game, and they had four, four, They were minus four in the yeah. turnover differential. Shio Kapadia put a stat out that teams in the last three years who are 0-4 or down minus four in the turnover differential are 1-29. So, like, the Eagles almost beat them with that. It's a well, great point, though. And if you remember last year in Dallas, they turned the ball over four times, yeah, I think. Yeah, the Gardner right? game, and they almost won that. They were only yeah. down six, that, right? So, Tone, I'm with I you, like brother. Them. I feel good. I, I, I like them. I like them tomorrow. I think it'll be a slugfest in the first half. And then I think that once the Eagles take the lead, that's going to put pressure on, on Dakota. And I'm not sure with the play caller exactly what he's going to do because he's C.D. Lamb dependent. I'm with and you, they, they're, going to, they're going to lock C.D. Lamb up. He's going to get his touches. He might even get a touchdown. But if they play discipline, play discipline, stay in your lane, because it and, and and the linebackers, they said they had meetings all week. No, I'm with you, Tom. To overcome what happened with how, because they're going to try to go with that that short game pass. No, I, I mean, Tom. Yeah, it's the one thing that's worked against the Eagles, the Sam Howell thing. And Tone, great call, man. It's so good to hear from you. Uh, really a pleasure. Um, yeah, look, C.D. Lamb has really been. You know, Tony Pollard. We haven't talked a lot about it, but. He has not been good this year. No. Like, really struggled. Uh, they went out and got Brandon Cooks. He looks like a shell of the player he's been the last few years. He's ba- barely Michael involved. Michael Gallup yeah. has not come back from that ACL and, and been a, a dangerous player. Yeah. You know, we, we think of the Cowboys as this kind of like uh, all this talent on offense. They really don't. Well, their offense is not that good. Like, if they, if they weren't the Cowboys and if they weren't Dak Prescott, I think we would look at them as an offense that the Eagles should not be afraid of. Like, CeeDee Lamb is a good player, and I think the matchup, because of where they line him up, is a potential issue. But Dallas has very few, if any, impressive numbers on offense this year. The Eagles' what? offense is, like, way better. Way better. Yeah. I agree. Let's go to Middletown talk to our guy Brian. What up, Brian? Hey, guys. How are you? Enjoy talking to you guys as usual and listening to your program. What up, Brian? Good to hear from you, man. Oh, all is well. Hey, listen, I'm, I guess my I'm more intrigued by this game rather than actually feeling like overly concerned. Um, I mean, we know obviously that the the Cowboys with Dak and the Eagles with Hurts haven't actually met that often. I mean, so yeah. you think back, obviously, I think the last time was the 2021 season that uh, where I think it was a Monday night game or a Sunday night game where we only ran the ball three yeah. times. Yeah, I mean, think, think of how different the Eagles are since then. Oh, my it's like, God. It's like a different yeah. world, yeah. Absolutely. And I remember at the end of that season, we were going into the playoffs, obviously, to play Tampa Bay. So we, we played a meaningless game against Dallas, but Dallas ran up yep. the score. Yeah, okay. no, I mean, if you look at Dak, he has not played many games against the Eagles where there was a lot on the line in Philadelphia. Absolutely. And, you know, I, look, I'm 56 years old. I was talking with my 25-year-old son. He said, you know, the team that he probably has the most uh, – negative energy towards actually New England Patriots because of all, you know. Sure, I get that. Yeah, for sure. It's similar to us in one, too. And, and, you know, with me, of course, I I go back to this Roger Staubach era and, you know, but that Jerry Jones era when he purchased the team and, you know, the um, the, the mid early to mid-90s when we, you know, we had Buddy Ryan and, you know, eventually Rich Kotite, of course. But the fact that we had those great defenses, and we never were able to take advantage of it by winning a Super Bowl. See, and that leads to my point here. Like, ultimately, this game is important for the Eagles because if we're trying to get back to the Super Bowl, and we knew, we knew going into this season the difficulty of, of losing Super Bowl teams, getting back to that position, 
the Eagles are in a prime position now. They've, 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 they've won games. they played hard. They've overcome some adversity. But this is a game you have to win because we're obviously going to play Dallas later on in Dallas. And the thing that sort of distinguished those Cowboys teams of that era, again, the, with the Emmitt Smith and the Troy Aikman, they won Super Bowl. No like, doubt. We, 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 we've, won, we've won games against Dallas, and they've won games against us. But what I want, and I know Howie Roseman understands it, I understand Jeffrey Lurie understands it. Yeah, he needs to go ahead and win multiple Super Bowls. I'm, uh, Brian, great call. I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, look. Uh, historically, the Cowboys are above us. It is what it is. Like, there is no arguing it. Like, yeah, the last 30 years, our lifetime for the most part, like, the Eagles have been a much better team, but but they still hold that that trump card. And I, I think this group, this Eagles group, obviously went to the Super Bowl last year, and I think there's only one thing on their mind. I don't think there's yeah. no question about that. So, obvious, obviously, you know I'm, I'm a big recency bias guy. So, for me, I mean, there's no question. The Eagles are absolutely a better franchise than the Cowboys. Well, they are now, and, well, but historically, they're not. Well, I know, yeah. but I'm saying that was so long ago that in – you know, the I Eagles know, have to been, his point, he's yeah, right. You know, sure. you have to acknowledge it. All right, 215-592-9494. One more segment for us to go. We're going to get to as many of your calls as we can and tell you to James Gobert's Radio. Let's talk about our friends, friends of the pod, friends of me and James, and, of course, friends of Gobert's Radio, our friends at Window Nation. The temperatures are dropping rapidly. It's turning bone-chillingly cold outside, and energy costs are on the rise. If you have old, drafty windows, your furnace is working harder than ever right now to keep your family warm. Window Nation's energy-efficient windows are specifically designed for climate changes and will keep the cold air out while lowering your monthly energy costs up to 30%. Speaking of savings, this month only, Window Nation is offering 0% interest for five years. That's 60 months interest-free. And get two free windows for every two you buy. Now is the time to protect your family from the elements, lower your energy costs, and upgrade the look and feel of your home. Call Window Nation today. Get 0% interest for five years, plus two free windows for every two you buy. Offer only good this month. Call the company that over 200,000 families trust with their home. Window Nation. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. That's 866-90-NATION or windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. They stopped him again! 
It's so great. Like in the, I remember so vividly where I was watching that, watching him stop him, going crazy, the whole two-minute warning thing, freaking out. And the fact that Barry Switzer came out and ran the exact same freaking play from his 29-yard line, I, I'll just never forget it. I'll never forget well, that moment. Lot, we yeah. never beat the Cowboys during that time. They were the freaking champs. Like, I, that was a that was my fave. Like that one will always be with me. A little better than the Brandon Boykin one for an, an all-time memory. <laughs> but uh, the line of and they can't take it away from him this time is really it was a good. great line. Yeah. And that Merrill was just just crushed that yeah. call. All timer. Two one five five nine two nine eight more nine boards. Try and get to as many calls as we can before we get out of here. Tom Kelly, Rob Ellis coming up next. Let's go to the phones. Go to Sweetsboro and talk to Lou. Hey buddy. Hey guys, good afternoon. Uh, Elliot, I'm the guy that said you're going to be, and I, I'll say it here, you know, I said to you privately, you're going to be the Ray Dittinger of your generation. I really <laughs> love your stuff. Thank Phenomenal you, Lou. Stuff. That, that, means, that means a lot to me. Thank and you And James much. knows I love him. He's my guy. So oh, Lou, you're a, the best. A couple of things. This is the first call I've been able to make since the Phillies lost because I was in a deep, deep, deep funk. Tomorrow, we're going to take some of that uh, sting. Uh, I think we're going to have a big win. i got a couple of predictions for you. Uh, really, one big one. Hassan Reddick will take a clean, tough shot, and, and, and Dak will have to have a concussion protocol. It's going to be one big shot. Look for that. Well, um, Dak has barely played in Philly, so you're... you're <laughs> it makes sense. Lou, what you said I think is interesting. No one's brought it up yet. It's a good point. Like, coming off the Phillies, where it was such a, an emotional like, high and like, a tension every time you watched him play... That Eagles-Washington game, I know it ended up being close, but that wasn't it no felt juice like, going It felt that. like nothing. Yeah, this, this feels yeah. like the first sports moment in Philly since then where it's the same level of like everybody being so emotionally invested in it. No pressure not, on you, Eagles. Not going to no be pressure. a full yeah. exorcism, but I think it'll take a tough type of you know, feel. You know, I go back to 66, and I had to watch Landry, who I hated, up, you know, and, and the way he looked down uh, on the Eagles. And I remember, to me, the first turnaround as a psyche uh, was Buddy Ryan – after this, the uh, the scab game, when he ran up the score, and then the bounty bowl, it was just, uh, uh, you know, all of a sudden, uh, and, you know, then there was up and downs afterwards. But that, I think, was a turning point. And then, and then of course, the teams got, you know, phenomenal. Of course, Vermeil was, was, you know, very, very special, you know, and what, what he did, yeah. and, of course, Jaws and bringing us. But as an attitude, um, there was always a sense that we kind of feared Dallas. And I got to disagree with uh, with. Uh, 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 formerly Jack, now known as John, uh, <laughs> that uh, generationally, anybody my age, and, it's, and my kids now feel the same way, you got to hate Dallas. And I'm going to leave you with this. I'm in the middle of doing a very big deal, and I happen to have <clears throat> lawyers from Dallas on the other side. So we're doing emails on the deal, blah, blah, blah. And I end my last email, go birds, Dallas sucks. <laughs> and, the guy, <laughs> and the lawyer calls me. He said, did you really put that down? He says, and he said, you Philly guys, you really are out of control. <laughs> I said, well, Dallas does suck. I mean, there's no question I'm about it. I'm just stating facts, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So in the said side, it under are, are you guys going to be on, on Are you going to be on the lot tomorrow? Or are you going to be in Elliot will be there tomorrow. I'll be at the, w, yeah, the WIP pregame. So, yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Well, listen, I'll try to check you out. But, uh, awesome. Uh, tomorrow, I think, is a, a good game. I think we win. I don't think it's going to be a runaway. I think that uh, we got to respect this Dallas team. I, but if as long as... As we have a balanced game, we have the run, we keep it, we, we hold on to the ball. I don't think Dallas can beat us. I think we can beat us. I don't uh, think Dallas can beat us. Yeah, Lou, I think that's a good point and a great call, buddy. I appreciate them. Like, tell it, tell it's point before. You know, it's it's a cliche to th say, thing to say, but you know, 
don't turn the ball over. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if they have a clean turnover I think if they game, don't turn the ball over, they're winning. Like, I agree. Flat out, I'd be you know? very, very I think they're surprised. winning anyway, but like, I think if they don't turn the ball over, it's over. I think they could also probably even lose like one nothing on the turnover. Yeah, that's what I think, yeah. It just, you can't like give them short fields. You can't, you know, God forbid, let them score on defense. So, yeah, it, it's crucial to take care of the ball. All right, let's get to my guy, Anthony in Norristown, a.k.a. the Joe Doesn't Know guy, for those who don't know. Uh, Anthony, one of the all-time great calls, WIP, when he just spent two minutes listing everything that Joe didn't know over, <laughs> like, a two-year period, and it was all-time great. What up, Ant? James Elliott, what is up? What up, Anthony? So I'm going on a straight Philly-style rant. I'm not even going to mention the camera. At this point, he's basically like a ball pen hammer, <laughs> if anything. So I'm just going to run with this, and if you... Please don't cut me off before I do an Eagles chant at the end. Go ahead, brother. It's all yours. So the floor is yours. It's still, it's still a damn rivalry. It's still a damn rivalry. You know why? Because back in the 90s, I don't know how old y'all are, but back in the 90s, I remember the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl three times. Guess who beat them? Every NFC East team except the Birds. So rivalry right there. Dallas Stadium, disgusting monstrosity. They made it big stupid just so they can look big and they still are stupid and america's team please where did america start philadelphia we're america's team fall the eagles we're america's team shut up dallas now here's how we're gonna do it just like san francisco and this is gonna what this is what's gonna solidify the rivalry for years to come because we're gonna take out that and then maybe it'll probably be a son reddick Maybe we take out the backup quarterback. And then they whine and whine and cry like the 49ers. And now we have a whole new rivalry going. So, what do you think? I love it. I thought I wasn't yeah, supposed we, to talk to the Eagles, Chad. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm coming for it. So, <laughs> I think I'm it sounds great, 37-24 birds. Dallas sucks. And here we go. D-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles! Boom! Yeah, he, said, he said to wait. I was then, waiting. Yeah. I'm sitting here. I'm like, wait, does he want us to answer? I didn't know. But great rant, Anthony. We needed that. That is awesome. Dallas sucks. Eagles, uh, I think we'll win tomorrow. Elliot, uh, uh, your prediction before we get out of here. So I'm going to pick them to win 27 to 24. Uh, I think they do win. Or no, you know what? I'll go 30 to 24 because I think they are going to cover. So I, I, think, I think they'll win. I think they're better. Look, broken record. I don't care. They're better on the offensive line. They're better on the defensive line. They have the better quarterback. And they have the better head coach. So when you have those things and you're at home, you're going to win a lot of games. And I don't think Dallas has enough special talent to beat the Eagles. So they have to take care of the ball. That's the main concern. But if they do it, I think they're going to win, and I think they will. I'll go 29, funky score. I'll go 29 to 13. Wow. They right. whoop their butts. I think the Eagles win handily. Thank you to everyone who called in. We literally could not do the show without you. There'd be no station without you. They are the lifeblood of the station, the callers. Thank you to everyone who called in who was a part of the show. Thank you to Ben Kenny crushing it back in the studio. Thank you to Danny Ryan doing an awesome job on site. Thank you to our guys Justin Richmond and Richie in the Northeast coming to hang out during the show. What a pleasure to see those guys. You can always come hang out yes. with us. Uh, and again, um, man, Dallas sucks. Dallas freaking sucks. Go Birds. Handle business tomorrow. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, Rob Ellis, Tom Kelly got you next. I'm sure they'll be talking Eagles. Cowboys. I would think so. I yeah. would think so as well. So uh, for Elliot, I'm James. Thanks for listening to another edition of Go Birds Radio right here from the beautiful sportsbook at Parks Casino. Dallas sucks. 
And join us and download the Bet Parks app right now. It's the only online casino app that we hear Go Birds recommend. When you open the Bet Parks app, you're in the zone. Winning is always a rush, but the money is in the moment. Bet Parks is the official winning partner of your Philadelphia 76ers. You can bet on all kinds of action. They keep winning. Bet on them and make some money, plus obviously so many other sports to bet on. Plus, uh, all your favorite casino games are right at your fingertips. Odds, bets, slots, and games right in your pocket. The casino floor comes to you it's the anticipation of another faith face card the thrill of an extra spin and the pure joy of a jackpot you can play blackjack roulette baccarat three card poker and ultimate texas hold'em with a live dealer right on your phone plus the latest hot slots it's a great offer you listen to this great offer for new users join me right now and get up to one thousand dollars yes i'll read that again join right now and get up to a thousand dollars in casino bonus back if you're down in the first 24 hours it's a great deal new users only casino bonus must be wagered terms and conditions apply see website at betparks.com for details you play for fun you love to win you bet bet parks